What's up, people? It's Dave, it's Duncan, back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. Duncan has got the horns on, he is ready for this review. Satan uh, as fuck. <laughs> for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the album from Polish Hellraiser's Behemoth, the band's new album, Opus Contra Naturum, but with cult Vs and shit, will be released on September 16th on Nuclear Blast records they conned you into that because dave in saying that you put a death curse on your <laughs> enemy <laughs> uh okay over the course of their remarkable 31 year career <laughs> spring chickens behemoth spearheaded by adam darsky uh, aka nergo are more than just the architects of their country's legendary extreme metal scene. Over the course of three decades and previous 11 albums, Nergal's singular vision has forged Behemoth into something far more than a mere black metal band. Beyond any confines of the genre, they have grown to become nothing less than the personification of rebellion, individuality and unflinching self-expression informed by a literate worldview and worldliness that has resulted in a locking of horns with everything from the mainstream press to the Polish Catholic Church most notably manifesting in Nergal's trial for blasphemy in 2010 that only served to expose the deep-seated hypocrisies that his music seeks to challenge. It also highlighted the distinct lack of fucks that he has to give. (laughs) Uh, This album means going against the current. Uh, It's the negative of the values and morals and ethics I stand against. I thought he said said going against the current. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Kinda. Christ, we're uh, going all in on this album. <laughs> Don't know if I can back you there, guys. Um, I've seriously been wrestling with destructive tendencies in pop culture, cancel culture, social media, and tools which I feel are very dangerously dangerous weapons in the hands of people who are not competent to judge others. Hmm. Nergal explains our viral Armageddon afforded him the perfect opportunity to luxuriate in the one thing that Behemoth's growing empire has never afforded him time this is the most beautiful thought thoughtful most thought through the most mature thing we've done it's quintessentially behemoth he says it's just bangers all meat no fat um opus was produced by behemoth uh, with engineering duties undertaken by acclaimed meshuga dimmy borger and inflamed producer daniel bergstrand uh, mixing however involved a new player on the chessboard who you'd be hard pressed to guess Famed producer and mixer Joe Baresi, a studio legend with a breathtaking credits list which includes Queens of the Stone Age, Nine Inch Nails, Alison Chains and Tool to name a few. He was chosen for his celebrated ability to simultaneously preserve a studio recording's organic feel and identity and the inspiration for the decision comes from a place you'd least expect. Um, quite interestingly though, Joe Baresi is the guy that's producing the new Slipknot album which is also out later this month. Um, who Behemoth Joe, 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 Joe Bresi is uh, reaping in that, that <laughs> metal money. <laughs> <Da-da>. so that, <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, this is my new um, and this is my Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so Behemoth. Um, I will, I will openly admit that... Oh, here we go. Statements right in the front here. Statements. Um, up until I saw Behemoth on the Satanist, Satanist tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, I must admit, I didn't really, I didn't really get it. I was not, 
Never a band that I disliked by by any means, but never a band that I really kind of understood the fascination with either. Um, when I saw them live, that's kind of when the pieces of the puzzle kind of came together. Um, it's kind of what was hoping with Ghost with you and like it, it backfired. <laughs> like Behemoth are like for all intents and purposes a theatrics band. They are a monster live band. You know, but what I mean is they are a theatrics band. Like, like the yeah. their live show is yeah. just as oh, important yeah. as the music. Yeah, like, if they came on. out on stage, about the face paint on, mm. about the fucking smoke machines, about the flaming torches and the fucking choir of satanic fucking trumpets, <laughs> if they came out on stage without that, they would be a black metal band. Yeah. Like life, you know what I mean? Mm. But you piece all that in together and you feel like you're at a satanic mass, which yeah. is what amplifies the music. It's what yeah. makes it connect because even the old material sounded far more interesting in that environment where mm. I yeah. literally, yeah. I think I said to you when we saw them live, it was halfway through going that, this is intense as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So after interviewing the man and yeah. what would describe as the most intense interview I've ever fucking done. Yeah. It's like it all yeah. fits together in that environment. Mm. Had I not seen them, I would have loved the Satanist. I think it's a fucking great album. I would have mm. loved it. I don't know if I would be rushing to listen to more Behemoth after it. Mm. That live performance on that tour is yeah. basically giving them good grace to do whatever the fuck they want, even if it's dodgy country. I'm looking at you, Nergle. Even <laughs> if it's that. I will still check it out because yeah. the guy is the real deal. The guy lives yes. what he's singing. Like, yeah. it, like he is like legit, one hundred percent authentic. Like, he's oh, yeah. not like right. Uh, he's not Slipknot. Sorry, Slipknot. <laughs> he's not like I put a mask on and like we're the craziest oh, yeah. band ever. And then two seconds later, he's you tell me, oh yeah, fuck <laughs> off, Corey. No, and like when we when you interviewed him um, on that the, the Satanist tour. He was the same on camera as he was off camera. Like his character was yeah. the same Never the whole changed. time. Yeah. Um, and that was another thing. I was like, this this guy is so fucking cool, man. Just like just oozed coolness. I was just yeah. like, this is so fucking. It's cool. just a, it's a guy who is very certain artists. Like being an artist or even being a musician invites. It's a very difficult thing. It's like being a comedian or be, yeah. anything that that is held to public scrutiny. Mm -hmm will breed a level of of fear mm -hmm. it breeds a level of inadequacy and it also yeah. relies on people like those career choices rely on people liking what you do like yeah. the positivity in terms of views and opinions ultimately is what you're looking for yeah. when you're a musician an artist or whatever to an extent a youtuber hi yeah. youtube um it's the same idea like that's it's all it's all predicated on you kind of reaping the rewards of positive feelings towards you nergo literally didn't give a fuck about that right yeah. and that's kind of like when that's the like few people live in that world where they you can look at them and you can see they genuinely don't care what other people think about them yeah and that confidence mm. is fucking infectious yep and yep. that is him so like like i said before i get it man i was in that room yeah i wasn't like i like the satanist i have not really liked that much since mm. i think there's a couple couple of all right tracks the album's really well produced but i'm not i would never say i'm a behemoth fan yeah on that fucking tour yeah. i was a behemoth super fan yeah yeah i think it, after seeing them it made me go back and, and appreciate that kind of earlier mm. work 
Um, not the not the kind of early like nineties <laughs> stuff, like not that stuff. <laughs> the tin can sounding shit. Yeah, that was yeah. a little bit too rough for me. But from about kind of two thousand onwards, um, I found that a kind of handful of albums that I actually really enjoyed. Um, Demigod was probably the first one that really kind of struck a chord with me. Um, it's it's an utterly ferocious album yeah. that kind of probably leans more on the kind of death metal side of the band, um, which I loved. Um, so, like jumping forward um, to to now for this new album, um, this album feels very like very straight to the point. Mm. Um, there, there is no real kind of excess here. Um, most most of the tracks don't venture above four minutes, except like the final track, which I'll come back to, but. After that intro track, uh, Post God Nirvana, it pretty much powers through like 40 minutes of kind of relentless, very blackened kind of death metal, I suppose, yeah. as well. Um, and it, when, I, when I listened to it the first time, I was like, holy shit. Like, uh, the first listen was like, okay, right, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go back to that because it was just like <laughs> a kind of whirlwind. Um, Requires more listens. It does, definitely yeah. does. Um, it, Actually, when I listened to it the second time, the third time, I was actually picking up a lot of kind of older, kind of behemoth, um, kind of traits and characteristics, mm. um, rather than the, the stuff they've done like in the last couple of albums. Uh, there's a lot of lot of vibes from uh, like Evangelist, um, the Apostasy, uh, even Demigod as well to an extent. You can hear it in the guitar work. Um, this is a very kind of bleak and quite dissonant album, um, but I mean, it still has there's certain characteristics that don't feel too far away from an album like the satanist either yeah. so i think like live this album will blend very well with a more kind of recent behemoth behemoth work um as i said though like on first listen it, it probably didn't kind of grab me as much as like demigod or, or the satanist did but it's an album that kind of creeps into your head over a few mm-hmm. listens like i find myself becoming more intrigued to go back to it um it's kind of it's like like crack cocaine for your ears almost it's like i, I think after after you got over She'd the been doing that wrong, <laughs> yeah. Um, after you got over the the initial hostile kind of delivery of the album, um, what kind of stood out to me was that the, the atmosphere of the album is such a dark album. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's what kind of kept me coming back. Um, the riffing is very kind of murky, very like venomous. Um, and when the album kicks off um, in that fashion with uh, Malaria Volgata. Um, it's just like it's, it's an onslaught for yeah. that first track um, after the intro but I love the parts of the album that kind of open up and, and show you that kind of bigger side of the band um, The Deathless Sun has a bit of that it's very kind of epic in size they bring in that kind of choir like the backing vocals yep. um, and those, those the, the chants of uh, I am nothing, I am no one like that just was sticking in my head afterwards mm-hmm. it really gets in there um, but same with the tracks like um, of, uh, of My Herculean Exile the melody on the and the guitar work is very distinctive, uh, very melancholic, um, mm-hmm. and it gives that track just a very kind of eerie feeling. Uh, again, it's kind of layered up with some synths and orchestral in- instrumentation to give it. Yeah, it's like brass work. Yeah, very kind of yeah. like feeling of kind of grandeur on that track. Um, but then at the other end, you have tracks like uh, Disinheritance, which are way more extreme and bursting with the kind of blackened tremble pick guitars and blast beats uh, from Inferno, um, just with no kind of respite at all. Uh, one of my favourites though was uh, upon Once Upon a Pale Horse. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the, the kind of tone of that track. This really kind of gloomy lead work, 
but it's got a really cool kind of choppy groove um, that's linked up with the, the double bass drums. Quite a drum heavy uh, track, um, which is, is maybe why I liked it so much, but um, it's got a really cool mix of tempos as well. So I always kind of, I felt really engaged with that track. Um, I can see that going down really well in, a, in the kind of live setting. Um, I think it's just the, the kind of overall mix of the album that I enjoyed. There's various kind of levels of, of darkness on this album, uh, ranging from like super vicious blast riffs to, to slower, kind of dark, more kind of miserable melody. And I think like Nergo and the guys are just very good at delivering that. Like yeah. they've been a band for over 30 years. It's been the same lineup for about what, almost 20 years. So they're well gelled at this point, you know, and, and the album sounds very well executed. So the, the playing is super tight. Um, it sounds like they've taken time to make sure everything is just kind of sitting just right before kind of signing this one off um, and it doesn't sound like it's been fucked around with in the studio either the album mm-hmm. is a very kind of natural sound um, they've, they've definitely had more polished releases in the past um, or polished for Behemoth anyway but this feels <laughs> like it's got a little bit more kind of dirt rubbed into it um, and I think it suits the sound but it doesn't feel like underproduced black metal either Um the, the last track on the album, um, Versus Christus, um, that's the longest track on the album. It's about six and a half minutes. Um, and I feel it, it probably feels like the most kind of grandiose track on the album. Um, mm-hmm. It's layered with piano. Again, you get that kind of big choir, kind of backing sections coming in, and it's very laden in atmosphere. Um, still very kind of heavy, but. Um, it kind of reminded me of a almost like a kind of septic flesh, but not as kind of full on death metal as as yeah. a septic flesh. Um, really cool close to the album. Um, I think like listen to this. I've given it a good four or five listens now. I think I think fans will enjoy this immensely. Um, I don't. I mean, it's not it's not quite demigod or satanist level for me personally. Um, but those albums are are insanely good, um, and they've been out for a much longer time as well. So I've listened to them much more, but. Um, this this album, first listen didn't like hit me as much as those albums, but as I mentioned on the repeat listens, I found it really kind of grew on me. Um, I, I don't I don't think there's any bad tracks on this to be honest, um, but it definitely has kind of tracks that stand out more than the rest as well. Um, so yeah, I um, as as we've both said, I'm not like the the biggest Behemoth fan, but yeah, I did I did enjoy this one. I can see myself coming back to it. Uh, what about yourself? What did you think? They really are the anomaly band. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, a band like this probably shouldn't be as big as they are. True. Yeah. Um, which, once again, does make you wonder, maybe all that Satanist shit works. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Maybe. Uh, prove me wrong. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Um, yeah, like, The Satanist is a, is a fucking exceptional album. Yeah. It really, it really is. It really, yeah. really is. Because it does that thing that few few bands and few albums will ever do which is take something which is so against the green mm. like designed like like specifically designed almost in every facet to be non-mainstream and suddenly mainstream like, yep. like that was that was the biggest album that year regardless maybe not album sales but every publication was talking about it and everyone that listened to it was talking about it mm-hmm. um, so it was fucking huge and they're never going to top that as a band and that's difficult not, yeah and that's not a like they should be aiming to do that the thing i kind of liked about them overall is i don't think they ever try and replicate the same album no, which is kind of so. great um so that is that is a point of time and reference for nergal in the group mm-hmm. 
and it just so happened that all the stars aligned and it all fit perfectly there. And I've tried with subsequent releases, and like I say, I have, and I won't, not even joking, I have actually tried his solo material. Um, and it's not, none of it's connected the same way. So when I knew this was coming up, I was like, very much like yourself, I'm not, I'm not a black metal fan. I like black metal elements, you know, dispersed amongst other genres of mm. music because I think it adds character and flavour. Uh, certainly atmosphere hmm. um, to other genres of music and when done well it can sound fucking amazing hmm. that I, I don't it's not a genre of music I reach for like anything so I genuinely was curious this works really well for me and hmm. there's, there's I think there's two big selling points for me one it's surprisingly concise yeah. Uh, it's under 44 minutes yeah. um, so I, I kind of love that the songs follow a more traditional song structure length as well uh, in terms of length and design um, yeah. it's very much like intro verse chorus verse chorus which I'm cool with yeah. um, so is that side of things and two I actually think there's quite a lot going on here it is very dank sound it's very dark very mm-hmm. kind of you know in the bills of the castle um, yeah I was while well, I was listening I was thinking like the Satanist sounded like it should be played in a big venue with a big yes. show. This doesn't. This feels no. like it should be small intimate. and intimate and yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, this to me, this this to me feels like the end of any, any Hammer horror movie, which <laughs> ends up in you know, the bills of some castle <laughs> yeah. during a yeah. ceremony when a baby's about to be like fucking executed. Um, <laughs> and like, is that sort of like, like it feels very intimate, and I yeah. think that's maybe why it connects with me like so well mm-hmm. um, is the inverse of the Satanist which yep. you, like, you just want to see that on the biggest stage ever mm-hmm. this to me I'm like yeah I, w- I want to see this with a small group of people are just take, taking the experience yeah. um, it's the mixing of the music that I love like they add a lot of character to mm-hmm. what is like a very generic genre sorry <laughs> taking swipes uh, it's a very generic genre I mean it's like, like, like it's the quintessential box ticking genre um, but they always managed to do something a little bit different. It's mostly, to me, it was coming through in the guitar work. Yeah. Um, like there's songs here that kick off with a guitar sound or a, a riff flurry, which harkens to a much older era mm-hmm. before black metal. Like yeah. where it was a way where I was like, this has got like a weird 70s thing going on here, and I don't know mm-hmm. where it's going to go. Um, the use of backing instrumentation to open the sounds up. Yeah. Once again, brilliant. So clever not to do it in every song. Yeah. Because then it, the the special the special nature of it wears off. They're not a symphonic black metal band, so like use it sparingly. Yep. It works really well. Nergal sounds fucking amazing. It does. This. It really does. Vocally is just like ridiculous. Um, I love his tone. I've always yeah. loved his tone. He's yep. got he's he's got he doesn't do the I I can't make out what you're saying. He's not he's not euronymous, right? So he's not. <laughs> he's not that but there's a proper rasp it exists and you mentioned it before like behemoth exists in that weird kind of almost death metal but not really sort of thing so his vocal range is not the high fucking horrible like staticky sound and it's not the death metal growl either Mm -hmm. it has this really nice mid-range which manages to bring both elements in yeah so you get this perfect mix it's what makes it, I think, more palatable as well. I think if you had just all that whingy, whiny, fucking high-end <laughs> shit on the top, it just wouldn't be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I think it, vocally it's brilliant. This is produced brilliantly. Yeah. Like, th- like, this might be my favourite production since The Satanist. Yeah, um, 
I think they capture very much like you were saying, like all the organic tones. There doesn't feel like there's any fuckery, really. Yeah. Um, but you can hear it's polished. Yeah. But it's polished in a particular way. Yeah. It's polished in a way which is designed to make you think it isn't polished, when it clearly fucking is. Right? Like, the levels are on point on this album. Like, yeah. everything is completely audible. Right? Yeah. So someone has been doing things, right? But it's not to the point where you'd be like that. Oh, that sounds a bit manufactured it's not yeah. like that you know no. like it still it still has all that grain. you said like rub a bit of dirt on it that's yeah. kind of what I, like, it does it has that yeah. kind of has that kind of soily oily sort of feeling it's kind of it's kind of fucking great um i also think the song placement is excellent so i think you get you get tracks which feel like they are genuinely building two things followed by tracks that don't don't like start the build off at all they just hit you straight away and power through and the mix of those actually add texture and elements of like where the album feels like it's going up yeah and then you maintain that and then it brings you back down before propelling you back into it uh, very much like yourself once upon a pale horse is fucking great mm-hmm. uh real anthem like real kind of foot stomper yep. fist in the air sort of like classic behemoth track mm. which i i love as well i think it finishes really strong the closing track to me felt like it could be an opener to like a new set i, I yeah. feel you could build up on that and it hit you with something really fucking hard after hmm. um but it has it has all those elements and all very well very well produced and put together yeah. so yeah like uh, to me this is a it's a great album by yeah. a great band surprise surprise um <laughs> is it like top tier no but then i, I self-admittedly i'm not the biggest behemoth fan in the world so mm. to me i really only started with the satanist i didn't go back before that and i've listened to everything since and this is the best thing i've done since the satanist in mm. my opinion um so yeah, i would have this right behind it and yeah that's really all i have to say i, I enjoyed it a lot more than i was expecting yeah i think like listening to that gary album reminded me of the elements i don't necessarily like about black metal mm. when things become a bit seamy yeah. And I'll lose interest. And then Behemoth come across and show you actually you can use textures and you know stylistic switch ups and, and tone and atmosphere to craft something more interesting for a cohesive listen. Mm-hmm. And really in this genre, I don't think there's anyone else that doesn't like them. I yeah. think they, they really are on that there is almost a behemoth the genre um, <laughs> of, yeah. of black metal and it just kinda is them. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's a really, really, really good album. Yeah. Uh, okay, so scores for um, Behemoth's new album. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, as I said, I don't think it's quite The Satanist or Demigod for me. Those are my two kind of favourite albums. Um, but thoroughly enjoyable. And I think the, the reward for this one is in the re-listens. Um, after that first listen, which was just like relentless, um, I started to kind of pick up on more and kind of pick up on the atmosphere of the album, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I, I love the way it's been produced. I think it's really well done. Um, I'd probably give this, I'd probably go four out of five on this one. What about yourself? I'm right there with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is one of those ones that I know for a fact I will go back and listen to. So, yeah. Which makes me happy. I, I like to be in that position. There are certain bands that are much bigger um, on other publications. This album's going to score really high. Probably. Um, and that's cool, like, because I don't want to be—I don't want to be in the machine head position where everyone else is handing it fucking nings, and I'm listening, to it going, "What the 
fuck are you listening to? <laughs> like, someone wanted to give this a nine, I would not argue with them. No. And I would, I, you know, definitely come back to this album before, yeah. the, before the year's out. Yeah. Uh, okay, Behemoth and uh, Opus Contra Naturum uh, is out on September 16th on Nuclear Blast. Uh, links below to the, the Facebook, to their, uh, their pre-order for the album. Check it out, let us know what you think. Um, put some comments in below once you've heard the singles, once you've heard the album. Happy to hear your thoughts. That is our review. Thank you for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon, but until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. In my own gathered sector, or in obsidian.